0: Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? For and
1: gigalettes. you are now listening to the best best friends podcast in the world.
2: back to the greatest podcast to exist in the history of podcasts. It's your number one source for all things craft beer related. It's the internationally acclaimed, Cindy Crawford approved podcast of hops, high fives, and friendship. I am your host, weighing in at 0.097 metric tons of fun, Beast of the East,
1: Crispus Maximus, the all-knowing, all-seeing, Tom. And I'm your other host, the Hot Master General, Grand Master of Malt, the Royers Ford Rattlesnake. Get it. <laughs> Hell
2: yeah. Hell yeah. It's Dan. I'm going to toss you a beer. Wow. All right. And uh, we are, Dan, I've won. I know we're going to nail this week. Oh, I got it. We I'm had ready. three pre show meetings on this. There's four? Three. Oh, three. Three. We had three pre show meetings on this. I've sent multiple texts with this. I've sent I sent the MP3 file of this song and emails. Yeah, we're gonna nail it. All right. All right, we are the best best friends podcast in the world. Dan, hit the music.
1: Oh man! What's up, Tom? Come on!
2: It's Da rude? It's not the song, but still. Come on,
1: Tom. This is, this is the song.
2: Gotta beat that beat up. It was not the song that we talked about, but
1: this is, this is the song you emailed me. No. Damn. Uh, I must've went to spam. I'm sorry, man. Why would I choose Da Rude Sandstorm? Because why wouldn't you? <laughs> <sighs> that was
2: live. It's, we'll be better next week, folks. It's okay. We'll get it. Whatever, <laughs> Whatever Tom. I mean, we're, how many weeks are we into this year?
1: I, I lost count. Yeah. I don't know. Something like six weeks. I don't There's know. been a lot of text exchanges. I I mean, maybe I'm confusing the songs, but I thought this was it.
2: Dan's just been living in like the late eighties, early
1: nineties here with uh, these, these music picks. Uh, I, I got, I got the tape out of a used Geo Metro as I was getting out. Oh,
2: are you sure it wasn't your Mitsubishi
1: eclipse? It was an eclipse. I took my <laughs> blow punk out with me.
2: Okay. It was, it was one of the removable blow punks. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, all right well we're the best best friends podcast in the world uh we'll get the music right next week I don't count on it we probably won't this is a whole bit um it's gonna go all year long don't worry folks um so all right real quick before we get into uh our episode uh we gotta do some housekeeping uh remember subscribe rate review uh subscribe dan what are we subscribe well subscribing. We're. we're All major podcast platforms. Yeah. You're going to get your notification that the podcast dropped, uh, on Wednesday morning like it is every Wednesday morning now. Yep. Um, rate, Dan, what are we rating? Five
1: star party, baby. Five
2: star party, boys. Five star party all around. Um, and then review, you know, get creative. Um, we wrapped up our January. Yeah. We had a winner. Yeah. We had a winner, um, We had, uh, with Stevie Joe, uh, is that how he goes by Stevie Joe? Yeah. I don't know. That's how he left the comment, but he's a, he's a a loyal listener. He, you know, hits us up on, on, uh, social media. Um, so we're going to get him out some, some, uh, some goodies. Uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe some dollar store toys. I don't know. Maybe some beer. Suck it, Tom Wolf. Um, (laughs) So we'll send out
1: some prizes. Yeah. So we may or may not be shipping beer in Pennsylvania. I don't know. Now.
2: We're not, we're not a business of any sort. We have an yeah. llc ourselves. So, you know, the government has no control over us. Exactly. We're, we're wild cards. Yeah.
1: Wild here. card, baby. Wild cards. Um,
2: yeah. So continuing that February, same deal, write a review, most creative one that makes us the saddest. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever it, it is. It could be
1: scathing. It could yeah. be funny. It could be, uh, you know, kiss our ass. Why not? Yeah. Um, best review uh we may or may not be sending you beer
2: maybe i don't know probably yes we will um all right and if you're enjoying the show uh tell your friends about the podcast simple as that you like it maybe your friends will too all right let's uh let's get into uh
1: Let's get into the episode. What do you think, Dan? I think so. I think we have to introduce okay. our fr- new friends here.
2: I think so, too. All right. So uh, we are joined today uh, by Kevin and Basil Kirshner, the owners and brewer at uh, Brothers Kirshner Beer Company, located in Skipack, Pennsylvania. And oh, Dan,
1: guess what? What? They're brothers. Oh, really? Oh, it's in the I name. Yeah. That.
2: We thought originally it was just a coincidence that you guys, you know, maybe just met like on Facebook, like, "Hey, we got same last name." Hey, cool guys.
1: But it turns out they're brothers. Oh no, I, I knew they were brothers. It was on the website. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. You can go to their website. Yeah, I, I, I know. I did. I,
2: I ordered the beer. All right, guys. <laughs> Kevin Basil, thank you guys for coming on. Sure.
3: Thanks for having us. All
2: right, so we're gonna be uh, enjoying some. Uh, some Brothers Kirshner beer. Yeah, we got here. some great beers
1: on deck for this episode.
2: Yeah. And uh, and guys, just remember that, uh, you know, we are part of the Hopped Up Network. Uh, the Hopped Up Network is an ever-growing group of independent beer podcasts. Check out all the other podcasts on the network at www.hoppedupnetwork.com.
1: Yep. Uh, follow them on social media. It's at Hopped Up Network. Uh, if you're unsure of where to follow them, just wait till our, our episode drops. Ever. Uh Eric <laughs> Our episode drops. They're the first people to literally comment on every episode we drop. So go ahead and give them a follow. They're great, great guys. Yeah. All
2: right. So um, we're going to drink some uh, Brothers Kirshner beer here. Um, So we went, I mean, we, so we typically do, I mean, we've been on like a a solid path of let's do, I mean, an IPA because (laughs) Why not? IPA sell and that's what everybody likes. And um, let's do an IPA and and something different, whether it be a Pilsner, a lager, a sour. Uh, Hell, we did an ESB last week. Yeah. Um, But we're going to go, we're doubling up on the pale ale. I know. Yeah. And I'm very excited because they're not IPAs. I mean, one's a Belgian IPA, but, you know, we'll get into that later. But we're going to start off with one of my favorite styles. All right. That's the American pale ale.
1: Okay, very nice. Yeah, we're going to start with <laughs> <Man>. that. <laughs> All right, thanks. Sorry, I just keep staring at Basil's beard and I just can't I can't I, <laughs>
2: it's glorious. Is it is it growing
4: in front of you?
1: I, I I was wondering that. I was like, if I just stare at it long enough, am I going to see it grow in front of me?
4: <laughs> you will. You'll see a grill. <laughs>
3: like all, right. <laughs> all right. He is so, coming
1: live from a coal mine somewhere in central Pennsylvania right now.
4: <laughs>
2: <yeah>. <laughs> from Centralia.
4: This is my bedroom. What are you talking
2: about? Yeah. <laughs> all right. So uh let's get in this beer and then we can uh we can start talking about uh, all kinds of different stuff. All right. So uh we're the first beer we're gonna be doing is uh Bing Bang Boom uh by Brothers Kirshner. Um and then Dan is gonna tell us a little bit about it. Um, but first, uh, if you want to follow along with the beers that we are drinking, the beers we drank on the past episodes, um, you can check out our untapped account. And, uh, I mean, I, I would highly recommend that's all you do is just check us out, maybe log in, you know, the beers that you're drinking, but don't fuck, don't rate them. Don't be that. Don't be that that person. Don't rate them. Don't review them. You don't know what you're talking about. Just drink the beer. Yep. Put it on a, uh, put it, put a picture on there and then be done because you're, you're just slowly ruining the craft beer industry. Every rating, one rating at a time. So, you know, (laughs) the Yelp of
1: craft beer. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, just, just know that every time you put a rating or a review on untapped you are a turd. Um, all right. So, You can follow us and look at the beer pictures without ratings on our untapped at Best Best Friends pod. What is
1: that, Dan? That's at Best Best Friends P-O-D. I I went a whole week without listening to P.O.D. (laughs) I'm so glad that we started with that. Yeah. Are you guys familiar
2: with P.O.D.? I I know that song. Yeah. Okay. Well, you'll get more (laughs) and more familiar with them as the episode goes on.
1: Yeah. P.O.D. will grow on you. Yeah. They're right. actually, you know, the lead singer's a fan of the podcast. He it's is. no big deal. He's
2: messed us. Whatever. No yeah, whatever. MBD. All right, Dan, tell us about Bing Bang Boom.
1: All right. So Bing Bang Boom by Brothers Kirshner. It is actually an American IPA, Tomas. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> when you're saying that, I was like, I was trying to get your attention. I was like, hey, we've got an American IPA here. Yeah. Right, <laughs> I,
2: I, the untapped has led me astray again.
1: Yep. Well, you you, you should know better. Yeah, I really (laughs) should. So uh, this is a 6.5% alcohol by volume American IPA. Uh, Average rating on untapped. And we, you know, we always just kind of put it in there. It's a 3.68, but, you know, you should really just, you know, try it for yourself. Don't trust the ratings. No. How do you guys feel about untapped as brewers? Uh,
4: Personally, it's, I think it's so flooded now with users that, it's kind of uh, I don't know. It's less effective than it may have used to be in the beginning. Uh, it's a good resource for people to find places and beers and kind of you know categorize what they like to drink. But really, it all depends on how they're using it. You know, some people use it to just make a list of what they had and what they liked. Other people use it as a platform for little social media type stuff. And uh, on the other side of that coin it could affect a lot of things because ratings since it is a platform that a lot of people use it becomes a go-to for distributors bars restaurants that sort of thing to select what they might get and a lot of times the cutoff is you know four coins whatever it is four stars
1: yeah what are they we've been thinking they're bottle Bottle caps caps. i think Do you think B- th- Cup, I yeah. like the four Bottle coins? Bottle gives it like a Mario Brothers, yeah. like yeah.
4: Nintendo kind of thing. Like, ah, oh, I got four <laughs> coins. Ding, awesome. Ding, ding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, the little <laughs> yellow circles.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I'll I'll um I'll, I'll kind of elaborate on what what Kevin was or what uh, Basil was getting at there. Um, it, it's not a place for you to you know be a fake cicerone. You know, <laughs> all right. You, sure. You can tell what you're talk about what you're drinking and what the flavors are, but. You know, when you say like, oh man, this, this American pale ale would have been a lot better if it had lactose and, and marshmallows in it. Or, um,
1: you know, this, this Porter was good, but I don't like Porter's 1.75. Yeah. This,
2: this Pilsner would have been better if it was mango puree. (laughs) So, you know, just, 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 just stay
1: in your lane. Stop. Just yeah, stay just in your land. Chill
2: with the, you know, trying to be, you know, you, you, you want to impress people. You want like some bar to come to you and be like, come be our Cicerone, please. <laughs>
1: <laughs> let's get uh let's get cracking into this guy. Yeah. We'll I, do our I, celebratory yeah. crack and get bored.
2: Yeah. All right. So um, yeah, we're gonna crack these in an orderly fashion here. We'll uh, do it in a little uh, uh one, two,
1: three. Beautiful crack, gentlemen. I feel like we all started that initial crack to make sure we were all in time, but then we really excelled on the second one. So I'm, oh, really, I, I'm really proud of us. I
2: fully adapted your your crack technique, Dan. It's just a little crack, and then like wait for everybody, and like, it's the drummer in me. It's a little one,
1: two, three, go. <laughs>
4: I'm sorry, I, uh, I already cracked mine and drank it, so.
1: <laughs> yeah you were getting ready and i'm like uh, he's already well,
4: yeah playing your uh, music there i was uh
1: <laughs> i saw it i was like oh he's already drinking this. i can tell by the color <laughs> <laughs> right. we're,
3: playing
2: beer. we're playing music we're playing music and basil's sticking a key <laughs> into this side of his can
3: yes <laughs> basically
1: <laughs> he's already just <laughs> kicked it off all right guys um so cheers yeah cilantro cheers, cheers. Oh man, this is like such a nostalgia kick getting mm-hmm. a good American IPA.
2: Mm. I am gonna have to knock off 0.25 from this because it's not. I, I can see through it, and that's unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is nice. Real, real forward with the bitter.
1: Mm. I like that. So,
2: Basil, tell me what um. What makes this an American pale ale? An American IPA, I'm sorry. American IPA.
4: Uh, it, it's kind of, um, I guess, a, a nod to when IPA has first started to gain traction again. Um, so it, it's basically a, a balanced IPA. It's it's true to form. It's got a little malt background, uh, back back end. It's uh, it's more of this citrusy, piney hops. Um and you know, it's a little sweet. It's a little bitter. It's a little malty. It's a little hoppy. It's kind of like it's all all the quadrants equally. Kind of bounces around uh, from each one.
1: I think and, well balanced uh, is a good way it's a, to say it's it. A knot,
4: it's a not It's a to that style when you know the we'll say mid mid to late nineties when those were kind of coming back into favor.
2: I like it. It's it's almost like it's like the black and white cookie of uh, of. IPA is there it's like a little nod to the west coast a little nod to the east coast and it's just bringing us all together as one sure.
1: <laughs> how many beers are you going to compare to the black and white cookie Tom
2: there's never enough <laughs> <laughs> the, the great debate
1: is that whether it's a cookie or a cake ah, yeah, yeah. that is a great debate uh the one thing it that we uh <laughs> it is very cakey it is very cakey <laughs> Uh, one thing we've been doing on the show here is we have been following the BJCP with, um, you know, our kind of tastings of the beers and everything, um, everything you were saying about being well-balanced, um, that um, perfect harmony of pine kind of bitterness with, you know, tropical fruit kind of, it has some nice floral fruity notes to it. um, And like you said, it's just well-balanced between those two. You know, you get a lot of the bitterness up forward, but it's like, you know, it's it's finishing very. It's giving that tropical fruit kind of like, and then a little bit of maltiness at the end too.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> I think the malt really rounds it out at the end there.
1: Oh, it definitely
2: pulls it together. I mean, it comes forward. All the
0: big fragrances are right there mm-hmm. in the news. It's it's a great smelling beer, man. It's one of the
2: best smelling beers we
0: got.
1: Really ties the room together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It does. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with that beer, no, I'm gonna have insane. to pull out. I'm gonna have to pull out a Lebowski <laughs> joke here. <laughs>
2: No, I like this. It, it is. Um, it's very reminiscent of, you know, the the beers that I refused to drink when Dan tried to shove them in my face. Uh, it was a, yeah, me in the
1: early know. days of craft beer with all my IPAs being like, Tom, drink this. I to, no, <laughs> I just want top. my stout. You want to be cool? <laughs> yeah. Just let me drink my stout, please. Yeah. This is, like I said, it's a nostalgia kick for me. Um, you know, this reminds me of that one beer I would get at the end of the night being like a bar back in college, mm-hmm. they would, you know, 60 or 90 minute IPA. And I got to sit back and en- enjoy that type of beer. And it just, it kind of rings to that kind of old school IPA oh, yeah. balance that you were talking about.
2: Yeah. It's got a little sure. bit, of, got a little bit of that OG dogfish head, uh, a little bit of that Sierra Nevada flavor to it. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a really nice, well balanced uh you know, it, it's an IPA as we're gonna uh, kill IPA. the
1: word balance throughout this yeah. entire episode, I think. <laughs> yeah. I can't we're wait not, to talk about now how now balanced Basil's beard is later. <laughs>
4: uh, it, it's a little rough right
2: now. <laughs> <laughs> little little gray, a little white. It's just nice. nice yeah. uh, it's just well balanced. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's got a very like George Clooney kind of coloration going on, a little yeah. salt and pepper. He's
2: got his <laughs> very much. So. He's got his, his Swanson at the cabin kind of kind of feel to it.
1: I was waiting how far we were going to get into the episode without calling him Nick Offerman. <laughs> 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 how many people in Skip Back stop you on the street and ask for your autograph? <laughs> I
4: prefer the Clooney reference myself.
1: <laughs> well, don't we all?
4: Yeah,
2: right. <laughs> turn that went down. <laughs> um. All right, so. How uh take us through how Brothers Kirshner got started.
0: Gosh, campfire stories from way back when. I'll do the the short or long, I guess, of it. Basil started brewing, got a gift from his wife, right? And I'll let him talk more about that if he wants. But at this point, what, 13, 14 years ago now, Baz? Yeah, roughly. Yep. Yeah. So he started brewing. Hobby turned into a little bit more. I was just graduating college. We were hanging out on the weekends. He was always brewing. So I learned more about it. And then from there, you know, fast forward, first business plan came to be. Um, the little campfire stories, what is turning into why nots, turning out oh, shit. Let's make this happen. So, like Baz was saying off the air, you know, the first business plan was stupid simple, and we try to keep it that way: make beer, sell beer, and we still try to live by that model, you know, motto today, and that plan today. So, got all the way around 2015, landed, and skip back. Um, Got our feet on the ground there at a location, totally gutted the place, an old auto body shop. Um, so the renovation was pretty extensive. It took a while, every bit of a year and a half almost two years, and then opened doors in 2018. So
2: I've been at it ever since. Wow. That's a, that's pretty crazy story. Yeah. Um, so you, you mentioned the the make beer, sell beer kind of, uh, sentiment there. So having you, you guys kind of have an eclectic menu, um, and, you know, we've run into a couple of brewers that, you know, will tell us, I, I would love to make, you know, I would love to make a Kolsch more often or, you know, I, I would love to only make Pilsners, but they don't sell. I have to make hazy IPAs and I have to make beers with marshmallow in them. And, you know, it. it that's what sells. Like, what, how does that, how, what have you guys run into that where it's more like we want more hazies or is it, you know people are really kind of taking to the variety on your menu?
4: Um, I, I think even before we opened, that was something that Kevin and I always wanted. We wanted a diverse menu. We wanted something for everybody on the board. Mm-hmm. So, you know, whether you're new to the craft beer world or you're, you know, you've been enjoying craft you know, breweries throughout, you know, for the last 10, 20 years or whatnot, there's something on our board. We have 12, 12 beers on tap, so we wanted to kind of, you know, make each beer a, a different beer. Um, a lot of what we do is, you know, true to style variety of beers. Um, we have a couple Hayes forward beers. We have a couple classic IPAs like Bing Bang Boom. Um, we have Coles Pilsner's, Lagers, <clears throat> Porter, Belgian, Saison. So basically we try to keep it diverse. So when you come in, you know, with your friends or your, by yourself, you can kind of, Find something that you, you'll enjoy and you'll like. So does brewing IPAs, is that important for any business? Most definitely, because that's you know, it's one of the biggest selling beers out there. So every brewery has an IPA or two or a double IPA thrown in the mix. So the adage of, um, you know, the IPAs keep the lights on, That's that's basically true. But we try to kind of, Spread it out enough that there's a variety. And then part of what we do there is we want people to try something else. No. You know, the IPA is the gateway drug to craft brewing I mean, by far. There's just that's you go to any distributor, that's all you see on the shelves is IPAs, IPAs. So, but bring them in with the IPA and then say, hey, did you try this? Or, you know, you might like this, you might like that. So, having those varietals on tap just lends that kind of teaching, kind of you know guiding uh through the craft beer taste a little bit a little bit easier.
1: Definitely. Uh beer education right there. Yeah. It, it really it sure. gets that foot in the door with like a nice, you know, a nice New England IPA and then um I, I think both Tom and I after our last episode we started preparing for this one just going through your website and looking at the styles and we were we were just delighted to see so many different ones that we just didn't know what to start with for yeah. the episode.
2: I honestly, I don't think, I, I don't think that we've had an episode or a brewery that we've picked a beer later on, but just because we're going back and forth of like, what do we have? Like, you know, we, do we, do we have, you, I mean, you guys made it easy for us a little bit. Cause I was like, I want, I want that Pilsner. <laughs> you know, I want that Pilsner.
1: Yep. Um, You're, and the, I, cris- the, You're yeah. the crispy boy. And
2: that's it, yeah. you know, it's in the process and it's, it takes a, it's a process to make a, a good Pilsner or a good lager. Um, right. And, and then, you know, we kind of went back and forth. Like, do we do the Belgian? Do we do the Kolsch? You know, it, these are the two styles. It got that to we the really point where had. I was
1: like, Tom, just pick the damn beers and tell me <laughs> what I'm picking up. And we have There's so <laughs> many texts
2: back and forth. Like, do we do, do, do we do this one? Do we, let, let's do the, let's do the Kolsch. Now nah, let's do the, the Belgian. Nah, nah. It's just, mm-hmm. it, it That's what I like to
1: see. And, and, you know, I like that kind of problem when it comes to choosing breweries to have on this podcast. Yeah, it's a good problem to have.
2: Yeah, it's I've always said variety is the spice of life. You know, it's I like I appreciate going into a a brewery where I can look at the board and go, okay, I have all these to choose from. Which ones do I want to try? but it's not, that's not always the case in every brewery there, you know, there's breweries out there that you go in and the board has nine beers and eight of them are some sort of hazy IPA. And you know, you'll get the that says, Oh, well, this is what pays my staff. And it's like, okay, I, you know, that's, you know, I, I get that, but it's still, I mean, that's not as enjoyable. Um, you know, they might make great hazy IPAs, but I mean, you can only drink the same type of beer the same style of beer so many times before you're like, all right, I need to, I need to, I, 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 I had enough hazies. I've had, you know, a whole month straight of just hazy double (laughs) IPAs. I need a Pilsner to really cleanse this palate.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I I can drink 10 more variations of this American IPA for the next like couple months and I'd I'd be (laughs) happy. But you are, but you're
2: going to get tired of it. You're going to be like, all right, well, I need to, I need to try something else.
1: Oh, of course. Yeah, and I mean the variety that we saw on your menu was spectacular. Uh we've got we've got breweries and PA sitting in the chat just talking about all the beers as we're sitting there. Their Kolsch is their yeah, you know, one of their favorites. So um that's awesome to hear. Like, you know, we were actually just we were kind of on the Kolsch side too a little bit, I yeah. think.
2: Yeah, we were really? in, you know, it was it was really a toss up between the Kolsch and the Belgian IPA and it was just the belgian oh, ipa just sounds so interesting i had a
1: little foreshadowing yeah, a little next f- one.
2: foreshadowing
1: Foreshadowing. Um,
2: yeah. all right so you know you guys kind of got together turned this auto body shop into a brewery um how so you basil your wife bought you a, a homebrew kit
4: yeah so um she got me uh
1: Please say Mr. Beer. Please say Mr. Was, beer. No, no, it wasn't Mr. Beer. It's,
4: uh, it's,
1: it's a little more. I just want to hear that Brothers Kirshner started on a Mr. Beer.
2: So, so a little yeah. little backstory. Dan and I have only brewed one beer in our life, and that was a Mr. Beer kit.
1: Was that like 2007 I, yeah. or something? It was something like that. We did a
2: West Coast IPA, and boy, did that suck. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, we, we just.
1: But like, we thought it was the best shit we've ever drank. It was really
2: carbonated. yeah. Right? yeah. I mean, real yeah, heavy yeah. on the sugar yeah, in that yeah, one. yeah it was real yeah <laughs> real <bad. laughs> yeah i didn't enjoy um, pouring the the hop syrup in the <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. yeah
3: yeah
2: um, but no
4: it was it was it was a kid we um i kind of i didn't even touch it for like a year because for some reason i kind of knew that once i got into it it was game be, over I, I would be yeah it'd be game over i'd be hooked uh then just from there started to kind of frankenstein our uh our pilot system and then um just basically, when you go to the brewery, the first six, five, six beers you see on tap, those are the beers that we we brewed over and over again um, for years. And then um, once we got serious with the project and you know started to get our business plan together, um, we invested in a, in a bigger pilot system, started working on that. And you know, just like in any typical startup, we shared it with friends and did some events here and there and Sent sixels around to uh, anybody that I knew that had a, a beer Meister and um, kind of went from there. So like Kevin said, it was a hobby that turned into a passion that turned into uh, let's let's do this. And here we are.
2: And now it's paying your mortgage.
4: It's, it certainly is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it tries hard.
1: <laughs> it's a nice location too. the building. Um, it just, I no, guess it great. calls back to, you know, being an auto body place. I think any industrial setting just gives way to a perfect brewery. Yeah. Um, you, you know, the parking alone right there in the front, uh, which you guys definitely took advantage of with the outdoor seating. Uh, I went there back in August and uh, hung out out there. It was really nice. And you guys have all that parking around back too. So I mean, location, location, location right there is crucial and the building itself, it it was like, you know, industrial, I think industrial or just, you know, like you said, an automotive garage just lends to like a perfect brewery setting.
4: Yeah. Industrial rustic is what we call it. Yep.
1: (laughs) Yes.
0: And Tom, you're brave, man. Thanks for braving the macadam out there in August.
1: Holy shit. (laughs) That's Dan. Dan. That was Dan. Dan. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) No, it's all good. Yeah, I mean, it was nice. You guys had the um you guys had the uh umbrellas and everything, which was nice. So yeah, we were following the sun as it like was going down. just guiding, uh, guiding it towards that. But, um, yeah, it was nice because, you know, there weren't a lot of outdoor places to go to and it was as everything was just kind of opening up and, yeah, we just, we saw it, we drove past it and saw how nicely separated and kind of spaced out everything was. And, uh, my wife was like, we have to stop there. I think it's uh, I think it's a good thing to do. And, you know, we went back the following weekend. And I had a great time.
2: Yep. Yeah. And for all of our, our listeners or viewers that uh, aren't familiar with the area, you know, the village of Skipack, Very uh, nice. Yeah. I mean, it's a great little area. It's, you know, you have a, a nice, just a straight road of, you know, shops and
1: restaurants and Yeah. It's just
2: like a nice, quaint area.
1: Great. Yeah. I mean, great food, but, you know, if you want to just tie on a few beers at Brothers Kirshner and you really want a hoagie, you can go to the Wawa right next door. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I was (laughs) like, oh, it's right there. I can just get a hoagie (laughs) on the way home.
4: (laughs) It's technically a resort town, I think. Yes. Yes, it is. Really? There's a hotel in town, so technically people could come and stay and- Spend the weekend
2: there. There we go for our out of state listeners.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. is that like above Basta Pasta or something? Is that where the resort is? I don't know where the uh, hotel is.
4: Yep, right next door.
1: Right next door. Right okay. CLA. Oh, okay.
0: Yep. Right in the middle. It's got the old caboose, the old trolley uh, train
1: oh, okay, oh, okay. Yeah, see, yeah. I see. I don't know. Can't so, miss it. Um, so
2: Kevin, what you you got into this after college. So what's your what's your background in?
0: Graduated college, social crim, you know, major, and then uh, landed in a corporate gig, like most of us, you know, kind of totally redirected away from my major just to get a job.
1: That's <laughs> where I got the headset. Exactly.
0: <laughs> that's that's, that's, <laughs> that's <the laughs> off <one> of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good good. Uh, but yeah, I was at that for a good, good stint, managed operations. It was a healthcare company, so I managed teams of folks and, you know, different leadership type roles and, you know, what have you. The good thing is, over the 10 years built up a lot of business acumen and was able to pull that into the brewery and the the starting and still use a lot of what I learned today. And it's all relative. It's just a different
2: product. Yeah. I I
1: mean, I would say so. Nice. Nice. Does every pint of beer come with a little survey afterwards? Every single one. (laughs) Yep. You You just drop the check off. You're like, oh, if you guys could just hold tight for about one to two minutes for a brief survey after your call, I mean your beer.
0: Yep. Kevin will be over. I go over with the headset <laughs> on, not plugged in anything. And I start to start asking, was your experience today?
2: Yeah, it, Kevin, Kevin is owner <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> slash server slash motivational speaker.
3: let talk to you about slash drinking. client success. <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's a man that wears many hats. <clears throat> um yes. so let's get back to this beer, Dan.
1: Yeah, um get back to it. Like I said, it's a it's just a trip down memory lane for me.
2: Yeah. It's really, really enjoyable. Um, It's one of those, it's one of those beers that's like, it's very bitter heavy, but I guess, I I don't know if I would call it, maybe it's an acquired taste, but I feel like if you're an IPA drinker, this is what you look for. Yeah. And, And nowadays it's almost like if it's not you call yourself an IPA drinker and you're looking for something that is like fresh squeezed orange juice.
1: Yeah. If I'm looking for the juice in an IPA, I want it to kind of have a finish like this. Like I want, I want the, I want like the juicy dank kind of notes to it. Like, you know, on the front, but I want it to finish like, pulling me back. Oh, by the way, this is an IPA. Like I don't want anything to take away from like the classic IPA finish for that, that I get from a beer like this American IPA.
4: Right. I mean, part of the bitterness, that's what makes you go back for another sip. Yeah. It it dries your palate out and you want to go back for more.
2: And if if, uh, you guys have been, you know, listeners of the podcast, it, it, Anytime we have a, I feel like almost anytime we have a, an IPA on, Dan and I are always asking, what's the bittering hops in this? It's like, we're always looking for that little bit of bitter. You know, even at the in the New Englands, it's like, all right, we just, a little bit of bitter in there. Yeah. A little bit of bitter. You know, you get like that nice grapefruit flavor and nice pillowy mouthfeel, but where's that bitter at? Yeah. Throw a little <laughs> Simcoe in there. I don't know. You know, you got your <laughs> Citroën
4: <laughs> Mosaic. We all know that. No, Hey, that's that's what's in it. Simcoe Muse.
1: Nailed it. <laughs> it's yeah, I was gonna say Not Simcoe bad. is like the uh it's like the magic uh magic ingredient right there.
4: I mean I that think every my go- favorite hop, it's great.
1: Every good West Coast I think I've had um you know over the last couple months. I've looked it up and Simcoe was in that ingredient, yeah. just sneaking in there, oh, yeah. the little West Coast, just bringing that in there. Who
2: I mean that was like the original for me, like the original like ipa that i was seeking out was it weyerbacher did the double simcoe
4: mm-hmm. yep. yeah, yeah. I think it was.
2: that was like the original ipa that i remember being like all right this is good yeah and, and like seeking yep. that out like double double simcoe like it's done double the bitter in it yeah so I, i'm always looking for I, i'm more of a, a definitely more of a bitter uh you know and it's definitely a callback to to Dan pushing, you know, the West Coast and the it
1: just warms my heart you know. to hear him say this. As I just sit here and I just go,
2: You're working hard on it.
1: <laughs> yeah, my my work. I mean, I have just been uh, my my hands are bloody from pushing IPAs on this guy.
2: He spent so many years of me and me
1: like, oh, these calluses of just smells, handing him pints.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> mean, just going smells like cat pee. <laughs> yeah, but it tastes delicious. <laughs>
1: Oh, and with the aromas that you get from this um like what you get that piney resinous like taste to it but you're getting a lot of floral fruity kind of right. notes on the nose which is just it's so enjoyable
2: and with the with the bittering on it, it it's even with how heavy bitter it is it's refreshing you know it's it's a super yeah. crushable beer like yes. i could put i could definitely put a couple of these back you know, nice. Iced- like I
4: said, I, I did one before we even started.
1: <laughs> is this a uh, is this a staple recipe for you guys? Is this like something that's oh, always yeah. on it's rotation a, for it's you? The main,
4: it's one of our biggest sellers. It's a, it's a mainstay. It'll it'll always be on, uh, always be on tap. That's, it's a beer that I brew probably, I mean, even before we opened, hundreds of times. So yep. it's it kind of went through a journey, but it's it's good to stick with a beer whether it's something that you're brewing over and over again. Or there's nothing wrong with drinking the same beer. You know, you could drink three or four of the same beer. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, you don't have to jump, you know, jump from one style to the next, although that's fun, too. But um, part of what I think is loss is just that there's some customers that we have. They come in and it's one beer that they're looking for and they drink it the whole time they're there. Yeah, I love I love seeing that.
1: Yeah, this is a core beer I would have like in my fridge as like I would get all those ones to try, you know, new like New England and stuff like I I, I mean, I'm a self I'm I'm a self-obsessed hazy boy. I've I've said it before, you know, I enjoy my hazy IPAs, but, you know, that that stems back from I've been drinking IPAs since IPAs came around. And I always have like a core set of like West coasts that just kind of sit mm-hmm. in the fridge. I'll enjoy one of those hazy IPAs. I'm like super dang, super bitter. Awesome. Let me go back to an American. Let me go back to a West coast, go back to, mm-hmm. you know, go back to the baseline and then enjoy yep. that.
2: Yeah. It's, I feel like this is like the beer that when you get somebody like, you know, that, that just started drinking beers and they're like, Oh yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a just, I love just IPAs. I'm, I'm just an IPA lover. And it's like, all right, well, you know, have one that's just Simcoe and Mosaic, you know, Let's mm-hmm. let's leave the citra or the brew one or you know any of those like juicy. Whoa, whoa, whoa,
1: whoa. pump the brakes! I mean, the citra can go in anything. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but uh, citra
4: is my number two hop.
1: Yeah, there you go. Ah.
3: <laughs> Everybody
2: loves citra. Come on, but yeah, yeah. you know, have a little, get a little bit of bitter in your in your your juicy palate. It's
4: a, it's a good gateway IPA. It really is. Yeah. It, yeah. it kind of gives you a, a base, a, a starting point, and then from there, of course. I mean, what is American IPA nowadays? It's a thousand different, you know, (laughs) different looks.
1: Yeah, there's so many. Yeah, uh, the American IPA is such a, um, I mean, I think BJCP is the only guideline still using American IPA. American IPA has become so divisive. You have New England, you have West Coast, you have have so many different variations that are coming out of, quote, America, that American IPA just seems like it's...
2: We we had uh we had Greg from uh, Rebel Hill on last week and nice. we did we oh, did Greggy. yeah we did scratch the surface which is an American pale ale and it's like it just it that's it is what it is it's a yeah. pale ale it's delicious and
1: just shoving in your face I think that's how it made it onto the uh, outline I think Tom just had pale ale on the mind when he was <laughs> just going through this
4: yeah <laughs> pale ale. Every
1: oh, yeah. is to you, Tom.
0: Right? Yes. Yes. I, yeah. I, you were I, asking I, about the porch. We didn't have it in cans yet, but
2: you were you were hunting for the porch. That's what I was. Yeah. <laughs> come soon. Um, all right. So you guys are you guys are located in, in the village of Skipak. the resort town yes, of Skipack. Come, of come town. on, town. Tom. Resort Thank, Tom. Thank was, All right.
1: I <laughs> apologize.
2: Accept my apologies. Skipak. Get, Get your, your Airbnb reservations today. <laughs> um, so. I mean you guys I I don't think I know any other breweries in Skip Back. There's no. not. No. Yeah, yeah, they're the only ones. <laughs> so so you guys have cornered the market. So you know, how is it being a uh you know a brewery by yourself there? Pretty cool.
0: I mean it's <laughs> it's nice for the Skip Back came to the top of the surface, if you will, for us location-wise, because the craft beer scene in general in Montgomery County is like a, a bigger picture, was really starting to take flight and pop up. I mean, just in the year that we opened, boom, 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 in very quick succession on both sides of our opening, there's all kinds of different breweries opening up, which was great. So we kind of saw that happen, and it was neat, and the Village always came to mind because it was very much on brand for us, you know, mom-and-pop shop, family-owned businesses, walkable you know, yeah, walk along the
1: sidewalk and, is crucial right there. You yeah. guys get a lot of foot traffic.
0: Yep, and it's uh, it's neat. So it was, it was perfect time. Everything kind of aligned. The stars aligned. And they didn't have a brewery yet, obviously. So there it is. We nestled uh, right in there.
1: Ah, uh, yes. 2018, the stars aligned. <laughs> 2020, <laughs> they fall out of the sky. Fell down. <laughs>
2: landed right on Skip Back Pike.
1: Yeah. Oh, man.
2: <laughs> so... So as Dan's leading me into there, ah, uh, segue. Yeah, how have you guys, uh, have you guys adapted with the, uh, the whole pandemic?
0: Like everybody else, man. You know, we had our. uh, Is this a? There's no children's on, right? We had our. our,
2: Say whatever the fuck you want.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I was
1: gonna. Yeah, that's usually the big question when brewers come on. They're like, "Can we curse? I'm a fucking curse." I I usually by the second beer, I'll I'll probably let a couple out. So.
0: Well, when shit hit the fan in March, like it did for everybody, that Friday the 13th go figure when everything was coming to a head there, right, in March, you know, we we had our what the fuck moment, drink, and okay, what do we do now? So that's kind of the – that happened from – we closed on that Sunday, and then we were launched with delivery – uh, seven days a week, that Tuesday by St. Paddy's Day. Online stores stood up in between there, and you know all the processes kind of worked out as best as anybody could in, in a short amount of time. But you know, long story short, it was all right. Let's keep a beat alive. Let's keep up with the promise and keep it back to the basics, it's stupid simple. Make beer sell beer. Now we just have to sell it a little bit differently. That's it.
2: Yeah. I mean, we've talked about it a lot. You know, with the uh, with breweries lately, it's just
1: well, yeah. I mean, we were a craft beer podcast that came about during the pandemic, so mm-hmm. it, just before. Ju- I mean, ju- yeah, just literally, yeah, just before. Yeah, we, we set we settled in in the pandemic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we we decided to put it all on red when it was like pandemic. We're like, do we go craft beer? <laughs> we do it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was a little bit of panic moment, like, oh my god, there's a, a, a pandemic. We're not going to be able to get beer. And then all what do the we brewer- do with all
1: this free time that we're just sitting in our house? Yeah. Do you have a microphone Dan? Yeah. Do you?
2: <laughs> and then all the no. breweries went, Oh yeah, you can online order and drive up and we'll, we'll throw your beer in the, in your car. And you
1: know, it's crucial. Yeah. We're all, we're all still going <laughs> to brew beer. And- yeah. I invested in coolers and we just, we just went about. <laughs> yeah.
4: And nobody stopped drinking beer by the way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I would say it was the the exact
4: opposite
1: of
2: uh, not only did nobody n- did nobody stop drinking beer i think people actively drank more beer
1: i think if you look at america in any his, like great historical moment or something that has happened in this country nobody stopped drinking beer no. yeah. prohibition nobody stopped drinking nobody beer stopped. <laughs> they found a way They found a way FDR revealed prohibition said it's about this. It's about time. This whole country had a drink. (laughs) So
4: (laughs) and to go on with Kevin said, it's like our customers and our regulars and and even people that were just seeking us out, they never stopped coming. And, um, you know, to your point earlier with with our spacing, like that was a godsend for us having all that outdoor seating opportunity. And, and, and we did a couple, you know, extension of premises to get more tables here and there so that that location basically kind of saved us because we had the space to spread out and our people just kept coming and it was it was perfect not perfect but you know what I mean perfect yeah. as, you know as it could be.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So um how quickly did it come together as far as you know launching a launching a uh, a site um to be able to order beer. And you said you got delivery going out.
1: You said you had it by St. Uh, You had it by what? St. Patty's day you said?
2: Yeah. Two days. So it was basically hunker down
0: mode, you know, whiteboarding and talking and figuring this out. And the good thing is credit to our point of sale. They have a built in uh, infrastructure to be able to kind of do a website for online ordering in a rest more restaurant type thing, like your typical delivery of cheesesteaks food this is a little bit different yeah so I, I took what was existing just bastardized it to all get out to make it do what we needed it to do for beer sales and damn it it worked <laughs> <laughs> so
2: yeah. wow it's yeah, it was quick it, it's just it's always really interesting to hear how a brewery adapted to the whole pandemic because I feel like everybody took it on a different way, but kind of all got the same end
1: goal. Well, I think every brewery that started within the last, like, you know, three to four years, even like leading up to this or just even at the same time that the pandemic happened, their philosophy and what they wanted to do. And, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, is to have a tap room to interact with people. You wanted to walk around and ask, you know, how are you enjoying this beer? Do you have any questions about this beer? You wanted to have that face to face with people, and that just suddenly went away. Yeah,
2: you want to be, you wanted people to be able to order flights and try different stuff.
4: Yes, that, that was a. The that was probably the biggest. Uh, sorry, Kev. That was probably the biggest uh, shot in the gut, so to speak. Is just that the communal feel? Yeah, people sitting at the bar, people able, you know, to walk around, kind of like. Just hang out basically, enjoy beer and, and socialize. That's that the space that we created was just for that. So when that was swept out from under us and we had to kind of regroup and sell beer in a different way, that was probably the biggest uh, downfall or, or loss in the whole thing. So Yeah.
0: It was tough. I mean, the space that we created and you've been there, um, it's it's exactly that. It's a communal space. And Baz put it beautifully before we even opened uh, with Philly Biz Journal uh, interview, saying, you know, our our ground is common ground. So, you know, where we are in Montgomery County, you're getting such a mixed demographic, which we love. It's awesome. You, you could be sitting next to the farmer, could be sitting next to the businessman, next to the young guys that are, you know, on spring break from college and what have you. But point is, they're there. They're sharing a pint. And we've seen it a million times where folks that don't even know each other we'll be sitting at different sides of the bar. Boom. They start shooting the shit and bam, now they're sitting together for another two hours. And it was just, it's exactly what we envisioned. And then like when everything got took away, there was some sad moments looking around, all the tables were stacked and the chairs and, you know, we're, we're running our another month in of deliveries and we're just out the door with coolers. So it was, yeah, it sucked. To say the least it fucking
2: sucked.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, as we're on a on a down note
1: here. Let's pick this up. Let's go back up. Yeah, let's pick this
2: up. Let's let's
1: everything's let, great. Let's, <laughs> let's, <laughs> fine. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh let's uh let's crack another beer here and uh, let's mute Kevin's microphone while he cries and we'll go ahead and crack <laughs> <yeah>. another one.
2: Stop <laughs> in the corner. Yeah, he he may look like Shamwell guy on screen, but he feels like Shamwell guy off screen.
1: Hold on, yeah. while he's wearing the he- the headset, I'll use an empathy statement. I I can totally understand where you're coming from, sir. I understand your frustration, Sorry,
2: Kevin. It's it not, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, it's not your fault. It's get through. it's Kevin. not your fault. Hold on, I need Basil to say it because I feel like he he has that uh that uh Robin Williams from uh. Goodwill hunting vibe to
4: him. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, listen, everybody. Don't do it, man. (laughs) (laughs) We're all going to get through this. Everything's going to be just fine.
2: Well, now you just sound like every, every corporate commercial out there. We're all in this together. We're going to get through this.
0: Please give us money. You're rocking chair, Baz.
1: (laughs) I'm just waiting for Basil to turn into like the, the zoom cat. (laughs) I was waiting for him to put like a, like a zoom filter on where all of a sudden he's a cat with a beard on. I am not a cat. (laughs) I am not a cat. (laughs) All right. all right ready for that next one tom yeah so uh you
2: know before we get into the beer uh here uh if you want to follow along uh like i mentioned before if you didn't if you're joining us part way through um you can follow along with the uh the beers that we are drinking um we do have an untapped where we
1: list all the beers and
3: uh what's that uh was it, was it on oh, tag?
1: Tom. Yeah. You can follow us on untapped at best, best friends pod again, everybody that's at best, best friends, P O D P O D. you say? God, I love, I love
4: new metal. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's late. And you and you metal.
1: Yeah. And yeah. you with an ooblaw. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that's, that's late nineties, West coast. Uh, just like our, just like our last
1: beer. Oh yeah, just like our last beer, yeah, good go. one.
2: And now uh, we're going to talk about our, our next beer,
1: our new. All beer. right, yeah. So this one uh, we were really excited to bring on to the uh, podcast here. Um, this is the Belgian Exit by Brothers Kirchner Brewing Company. This is a Belgian Pale Ale, five point two percent alcohol by volume. Average rating. I, I will say this now. I bet it's not high enough on Untapped, you sons of bitches. This is a 3.61 on Untapped.
2: All right. Let's get a, let's get cracking on this one. Give me and, a countdown, Tom. All right.
1: We got one, two, three.
3: Oh, oh yeah, man. that crack was
1: so good. <laughs> everybody does the initial crack, everyone gets in line, and then everyone hits that second <laughs> one like the kill shot.
2: I went in a little fast. Um <laughs> uh, so Matt from uh Brewery is MPA brings up a, a good point. He Hey Matt. He uh he he said that uh he's heard that Kevin is a is a singer. Oh and where did he hear that? I don't know. Where he, did he, he, hear, where he, did he hear that rumor, <laughs> he said heard Kevin sings. Maybe he will sing some POD. <laughs> way out of my uh, way out of my vocal range. You do, you do have your Britney Spears mic on.
1: Yeah. He's got his choreographed mic like his mic on that he's choreographing a whole dance number with. And one and two and three.
0: Listen, you better get it together in the back. And step and step
1: and spin. I said spin.
2: Guys, I have to have my hands free for these sick dance moves. It allows me to be free when I'm out there on the
1: floor. Oh man. There's such a Belgian um smell in the nose with this guys. I'm really excited, but before we get down on this, let's cheers everybody. All right. Boys,
2: you're here.
1: Sláinte. Cheers, guys.
0: Prost.
2: Cheers. Yeah, it's Belgian yeast right on the nose. You get those, like, nice fruity esters on that.
1: Yeah, not just on the nose. I was going to say on that sip, too. Mm-hmm. This is a uh, new style for the podcast. Yeah.
2: Yeah, this is really nice. It's almost like... um. I mean, it's just like a Belgian ale, you know, with just a little bit of that bitter to it. It's like, um, it's almost like we talked about it before. It's almost like you cuvede like a, like a Mary Monks and a a West Coast IPA. (laughs) Delicious.
0: That's a good description. Yeah, it's great. It's actually right on.
1: Yeah, I would think like if, you know they kind of start with like the Belgian, like dubel, you know, yeah. triple and quad and everything. This is like a, like the single, <laughs> this yeah. is like, this is like before yeah. you get to the, you get to the double and yeah. everything. This is, this is where you, this is where you would start.
0: It's an ideal beach beer. I call it. It's my go-to on the beach. Oh, it's a good a, one. Well, something different. It's very yeah. light. Okay. It's crisp. It's yeah. light in alcohol.
2: It's got a little bit of that like fruity flavor to it. That like that comes with the Belgian yeast. It's that, little bit of that banana a little bit of like the the, yeah the raisin or date kind of yeah somewhere in that range yeah it's i always i always get banana heavy on with the belgian yeast um but i definitely get like that a little bit of like that raisiny kind of flavor.
1: Too. I think, well, obviously you've married, well, we talked about you married into a Filipino family. You've got banana, like 80% of your diet. So man, I mean, and this is just,
2: And man, <laughs> I, you have for lunch. I hate bananas. I hate them. I, them. I hate some bananas. I hate everything. <laughs> I'll never
1: eat a banana. I can't eat it. I, I, it's just mush. We would just have bananas at like when we lived together, just in the apartment, just turning Brown. <laughs> we only use them for smoothies. Like I would be like, Tom, you're, are you just going to eat these or just use them for smoothies? Like I won't even shove one in my mouth. He just gets awkward <laughs> with it. He just,
2: Oh yeah. That's the only he's way very uncomfortable. trying
1: to eat a banana.
2: Yeah, no, it, it, it's an it, uncomfortable looking fruit. I mean. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm very texture heavy. Like I can't, I can't eat. I need crunch in whatever I'm
1: eating. He's texture heavy. He has a bad gag reflex. He just can't, he just can't handle a banana.
2: Yeah. It's just, it's yeah. It brings back bad memories. I don't know. (laughs) Things I pushed way down. I don't know.
1: (laughs) He's seeing a therapist now. It's okay. (laughs) Uh,
2: But yeah, we digress from the beer. Um, (laughs) That's why we have the outline
1: guys. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah. A- this is uh, super enjoyable. I, I've been really diving into Belgian beers lately. Um,
1: totally, it's yeah. just
2: it's like again one of those beers from yesteryear. You know, it's like going back. It, same thing. Double Simco. We'll stick with Weyerbacher, You know, uh, was wait I, and I'm. I want to I want to make sure that I'm right. Mary Monks is Wirebacker right? Yes. Okay. Just before I got called out on that, but yeah, Mary Monks. It just. <laughs> That was like the Belgian back in the day. I was like,
1: so that one, I would say, um, another one that always hails me back is, um, Iron Hills classic triple. Yeah, whenever that, triple. whenever that dropped, I think I was always, you know, finding a seat at the bar whenever that finally, like, you know, was tapped at Iron Hill. That was kind of a, a big intro to, uh, yeah. to
3: getting
1: Belgian. into Belgians for me. My I Belgian
0: like, Awakenings were golden monkey heavily yes golden mm-hmm. monkey
1: was another one too uh that mm-hmm. was a pizza uh pizza uh, shop beer for us- mm-hmm. yeah we would uh yeah local pizza store
2: more so it was uh so there was a little bar in uh it was in King of Prussia too um and uh it was uh, in King of Prussia in center city called Fox and the Hound and yeah. they would do they would do two dollar Tuesdays Ah, yes. Yeah, back when I was in college, back back in the day, as it were.
1: Back in my day.
2: I went to school in in Center City, and uh, (laughs) we would go out Tuesday nights, go to Foxtown for $2 Tuesdays because we were broke college kids. And, you know, what do you know? They have Golden Monkey on tap for $2. (laughs) (laughs) that's That's dangerous dangerous. yeah you spent eight dollars and you stumbled out
1: (laughs) so uh two dollar tuesdays you say (laughs) yeah
2: they uh they put the kibosh on that pretty quickly because (laughs) things got out of hand
0: so it was $3 for
2: Golden Monkey on Tuesdays now? <laughs> it, no, they took it off. They, they were like, yeah, it was it
1: was $2 Tuesdays. <laughs> on select drafts. Yeah, on select drafts.
2: <laughs> and basically, it the worked. select draft was Golden Monkey, and that's it.
1: <laughs> they were oh. like, you guys can have everything, except for this one right here, guys. <laughs> See and, that uh, tap over there? Yeah. It's got the big V on it, and, picture and, of a monkey. And nah, while we're uh, that one.
2: while we're on the subject, I, I don't want to bring it down in here, but, uh, you know, hey, everybody... Uh, you know, show some support to victory. They had their, uh, their, their tap room in, uh, Kennett square burnt down.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. It was a crazy, uh, crazy occurrence actually happened, happened on, on
2: the podcast. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It happened. Uh, I guess, uh, Levante, um, got a text as we were in the middle of it. Um, yeah. Freak, uh, freak accident and everything. Hope, you know, luckily, you know, nobody really was, right. you know, critically injured, which was nice to hear, but you know,
2: They'll bounce back. They're uh they're strong. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think they're celebrating what 25 years now, right? Yeah, I coming think up soon. Coming up yeah. soon. Yeah. Their anniversary is coming be up. That, yeah. yeah, it's coming up on uh 25 years soon.
2: Yeah. They're uh yeah, they're, 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 I mean Golden Monkey, I think, was like the intro to like a lot of Belgians the table because it was just like that was like the beer. It was like <clears throat> you, you want to get fucked
1: up. You like Belgians? You like Kids Belgians? That? You like six of them?
2: Yeah. <laughs> hey.
0: That was always the one for me that was left out of the mix pack, right? And it was like the last ones in the fridge, and there would always be the last ones. You're like, ah, all right, all right here we go. Cold monkeys
2: up. <laughs> they didn't like us trying to. Oh, oh okay. Wow. Uh, that's odd, Matt. Uh, so Matt said they didn't like uh, brewers and PA trying to do a fundraiser for their displaced employees. Um, yeah, I'd have to get oh, more good. info on that yeah, before.
1: We'll get, yeah. We'll talk, we'll talk a little bit mad on that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Uh, last beer in the back of the fridge, golden monkey is that beer. Yeah. That's also the 2am beer. Oh, I would I, say when you get back from the bar and you're like still hanging with people and you think you still have it in you and you're <laughs> like, guys, I still have beers in the fridge and you go in there and it's, you know, you got a few, but you get to the last one and you're the guy who has the golden monkey. You're, le- yeah. you're left with that and the lights turn off real quick after you, a few steps
2: <laughs> anymore that I, so I got gifted a six pack of it um uh a little bit ago and it, it's become the beer that just gets added into like uh i'm giving I'm gonna give out some give you guys some beers and like oh here's a golden monkey in there you son of a bitch! Yeah, I did that to you. You did it to I did, me. I did it to yeah, you. it's
1: still in my fridge. <laughs> I was wondering why you gave me a golden monkey. You gave me like a six pack of beers that I I think we were part of the whole like episode. And I'm like, oh cool, we got the beers for the episode. I look in, and there's a golden monkey. I'm like, why did Tom give me a golden monkey?
2: I can't drink six golden monkeys,
1: man. <laughs> I can't
2: I, I? I can't drink six golden monkeys in one year.
1: It's just like I can't do it anymore. But you know what? You can drink six of. Belgian exit. Yeah. This, Absolutely. It's, uh, this is a, it's easy, a session. It's a, like a,
4: yeah, for sure. Uh, it's a good lawnmower beer. If I'm cutting the grass, that's the one I go to.
1: Oh, yeah, that's funny. Uh, Brothers Kirschner is actually saying that in the chat, I think. Grass cutting beer.
4: Yeah. And it's um, it's funny. It's uh, Omegon. I, I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's, it's inspired by – I had a Belgian pale ale from them. Okay. years ago. And uh, I've never had a Belgian pale ale. It was hop forward yet still Belgian. So that's the inspiration for Belgian exit is that beer. And it's just a basically it's, it's the simplest beer we make there. It's just Belgian pale malt, Belgian yeast, uh, all citra hops to give it a l- little bit of a hybrid kind of hoppy influence, you know an American spin on it, so to speak. And that's it. It's, you know, 5.2% and go cut the grass out in the hot sun and drink that. Yep. Crush it. Don't feel bad about it. Yeah. Uh, no,
1: no, Amagong's no. another one of those, uh, you know, Belgian breweries yeah. that kind of like brought that in. I mean, was it Hennypin or whatever? That was one that was like very, yep. mm-hmm. that was one that was universally known by everybody. So um, that's, that's nice. I mean, like this, it's like a session Belgian for me, which is like kind of the way I describe this.
4: Yeah, like another another gateway belgian because if you're you know, we talk about golden monkey, that's that's a big that's a big beer. This is more or less a pale ale in belgian form. So it's a nice little little gateway uh, belgian ale.
0: Beautiful hybrid. First beer you ever made too, right Beth? Am I
4: correct? Yep. Yep, first one. Oh, this is the first? That's the oldest beer we got. Yep.
2: Wow. Nice. So that was the fir- the first beer you ever brewed was a a Belgian pale ale hybrid.
4: It's, and it's on our
2: board
1: right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's um really really went hard with it. Yeah, they were right. like, yeah, we're just gonna we're gonna go all out on this first beer. <laughs> that's
4: just yeah. That, I mean,
1: definitely not a Mister Beer beer here.
4: No, you go right for it.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's just such
2: a. I I feel like that's like not a, a style to to go after with your first like your homebrew beer.
1: No, yeah, this is uh. Yeah, this is like a go big or go home.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it, it and this it, it is our second episode with uh, a beer that was brought from homebrew to brewery. Yeah, yeah, because okay. yeah, Greg's scratch the surface was he took that from homebrew to brewery. Yeah, scratch so yeah, the surface
1: was uh, yeah, it was one of his. Uh, get so pilot beers, as you call them, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. a pilot episode of Seinfeld. You know, you just got to get it in there.
0: <laughs> get it in there. Just get it in and work it out.
2: <laughs> so uh, uh, Matt had a question for Kevin. Um, he wanted to know why your beard isn't as great as Basil's.
0: Well, there's four <laughs> other. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. There's three other siblings between us, so I think that has something to do with it. But uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know where I missed the mark there.
4: It's <laughs> I have the answer. I helped raise Kevin. It is so that's, okay. that half the that, that's why the beard. That's why
1: the beard is gray.
4: This is Kevin. This is Daniel.
1: There's a lot of gray there. There's a lot of I've had to bail this guy out on a few times. I've had to go pick this gentleman up.
4: That's Patrick. That's Patrick right here. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, he'll get there. Don't worry.
2: I'm working on it, man.
3: Come on. I'm graying out. Does
1: that count? Here's the step-by-step process. Step one, get yourself a basement like Basil's. Step two, sit in there with a hooded sweatshirt and a beanie. Step three, look for coal. Yeah. Yes. Start mining for coal.
2: Um, all right. So um, what are... Um, have you guys? You, I, I, I mean, I, I guess we know the answer to this. You, you guys have done some past collaborations. Um, what are What are some past collaborations that you guys have done that you're really proud of? And, uh, and what, uh, do you, if any, do you have any collaborations coming up?
4: Uh, yeah, we did. Um, we did one back in, I guess it was 2019, uh, with East Branch. And uh, Great Lakes from Ohio. Oh, uh, it was uh, Ovener, which was <coughs> a, like a Norwegian yeast that just kind of came out. Uh, so it's kind of like a Cezanne meets pale ale meets funky kind of uh, hybrid ale. Another yeah. kind of hybrid. And uh, love that one.
2: Yeah, that's um, that's very interesting. Uh, and Great Lakes. Uh, at that They have a, a top five beer for me. And yeah,
1: that's top five beer for Tom, right? Yeah, there.
2: and it, it ties in because uh because Basil looks like the captain of it, the Edmund Fitzgerald. Edmund
4: Fitzgerald, yeah. <laughs> great yeah. porter. It's a very a very good porter. Very
2: yeah. very good. Maybe the best porter <laughs> I've ever had. I haven't had your guys porter, but you
4: know, you should try it. It's pretty good.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm a big porter <laughs> fan, so uh, I, I'm going to have to get out there to try that. It's it's so we, the first you know, mate porter.
4: <laughs> what else we, we did. We uh, did. We we just recently did Black is Beautiful with, with uh, um, Oh, Greg. Earlier, um, we back in the fall.
1: Yeah, the Rebel and, Hill one. Very good.
4: Yep. Yeah, turned out uh, great. Big Big Imperial Stout. Uh, went to a good charity, and uh, it turned out it's it was a good beer. It's a nice nine percent kind of uh, rich, uh, delicious stout, so to speak. Sneaky too, man. You wouldn't know it. It's not yeah. Good.
1: I had a nice English breakfast with that stout, uh, over the weekend. Yeah. I was at well-fed right down the street from your establishment. Did the, uh, uh the rebel stout. Hill, um, you know, did their little, uh, pop up there. And oh. I, I was talking to Greg about this stout because I said, I was like, this is, this is traditional flavors right here with this stout. Like it had a, like a certain dryness to it that gave it like just, And I told him, I was like, it's a different from a lot of the black is beautiful I've had because the Imperial, a lot of them get real because with the style of uh, Imperial stout, very syrupy and they put some, you know, they have a lot of vanilla and a lot of little like sweeteners in them. I was like that yours was like perfectly like a, like a nice, almost dry stout. And he was like, oh yeah. He was like that, that, that was brother's Kershner right there. He's like, if I had my way it'd have marshmallow in
2: it. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) <laughs> we did a we did a whole month of uh, of black is beautiful, black is beautiful series, beautiful, yeah, and it,
1: it, it was something that we as as a podcast when they when the whole thing came out we had to feature them.
2: Yeah, it was um, it was super interesting because everybody's take on it was so different. Different, definitely. yeah. Every it was you know you had the all together series and
0: we did that as well. So yeah, glad we did. A, a lot. Sun, suburban we burn. did that. It's just on suburban.
2: Okay. Oh, very cool! Oh yeah, so you did it with with uh, Jonathan and the guys over at su- uh, Suburban. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yeah, the the altogether series, I felt like there wasn't as much. Um, there wasn't as as much differentiating. Uh, you know, other, the other
1: half, other half, kind of had like a. Um, I, I looked it up too because I went on other half's website when uh, we did our other half episode they had like a recipe and everything that kind of people kind of followed along, kind of, they did their own little spin on it and everything. I mean, it was other half. So a lot of people, a lot of people kind of held to the recipe. Some people deviated from it. Um, Yeah. I apologize. I didn't get a chance to try yours. I did try Rebel Hills, which was, uh, which was good. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think with um, the black is beautiful. A lot of people took a lot of liberties on the Imperial stout variation. And I think it just, it took, I don't know. I think it made it more diverse. I think the Black yeah. is Beautiful was a lot more diverse.
2: We had everything from super super sweet and rich to, mm-hmm. you know, a real smoky roasted
1: malt yeah. flavor. You know, coffee forward and yeah. uh, like yours. Like I drank it. It t- it tasted to me like a classic like dry stout. I was getting, I was getting a lot of like um, like Guinness vibes from it, which I was like really yeah. enjoying.
4: Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, I, we were pleasantly surprised with, uh, we, we stuck right with the recipe that they, uh, weathered souls put out there. Um, we tweaked it slightly, um, based on our system, but it's, it's pretty much a true to form Imperial Russian Imperial snout. If you it's will. a great recipe. Nice. Good.
1: I'm glad you smacked the marshmallows. We're, out of Greg's um, hand.
4: <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> put that so let's, Greg might have his way soon. Cause we're doing a
1: collab again. I heard about this one. So
4: we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I think we're doing
2: a. Black is beautiful, um, but this time with
4: Jet Puff. No, I think we're doing a lager.
1: No, uh, they're uh, doing a uh, hoppy hoppy lager. lager. Yeah. The hoppy lager. Yeah. Yeah. Greg was telling me he was, he was dropping some hints about it um, on Sunday.
2: So you've piqued my attention.
1: Yeah. So hoppy lager, I'm just happy to see loggers getting attention. So getting traction, especially like with a hoppy logger. I'm, I, I mean, it's giving me everything I like about an IPA, but give me that clean finish of a logger. So.
4: yeah. So that works. That's it's, it's another gateway. So we're trying to get the <laughs> hop heads to enjoy loggers and then we'll cut, we'll cut all the hops out eventually.
2: Yeah. I th- I think like a big, <laughs>
4: everyone uh, save money.
2: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I, Number I, hops. I, I, I think, uh, I think a big like influence on that. And, A a big beer for me, at least last summer, was our buddies over at Warwick Farm did uh, Juicy Pills. Juicy Pills. Gateway Pills. Yeah, dry, dry, hot pills. And it was just, man, I was like, all right, well, this is just great (laughs) because it's nice and crisp and you just get a little bit of that hot bite to it. It's just, man, couldn't ask for a better summer
1: beer. 100%.
2: Yeah. Um, so, what uh, do you have? Any other collaborations coming up? Uh,
4: I we we have some things in the in the talks. Um, as far as what's in the books, Rebel Hills, the uh, the India Pale Lager is coming up. Um, but yeah, there's there's a few conversations about. I, last year was kind of a a shutdown of all that kind of sort of thing. Uh, this year, we're going to open it up to uh, a little more collab-type stuff because it's fun.
1: Yeah, it's, it's cool it's you, seeing you go, breweries do that. You go to one
4: brewery and hang out, and somebody brews a beer, and then you go from there.
0: Everybody else watches.
1: Yeah, <laughs> everybody
4: else has a good time.
1: <laughs> Kevin hangs back and says, what's up, guys? <laughs> Where my
0: headset? Make sure everybody's checking in. Everybody checked
3: in on the gate. Yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um,
2: yeah it, it's um, – yeah, it, I, I think – with uh, with everything kind of, you know, lightning back up, it, it, it's nice to see, and it, it's something that we've kind of harped on recently. It's just like the, the community of like uh, of craft brewers, um, where in most industries it would be viewed as like, oh, you know, we talk, It's
1: not a competitive
2: environment. Yeah, we yeah we everybody's had,
1: working together.
2: Yeah, we've had uh, you know we had uh we had Greg on from Rebel Hill. We had. Rick on from stable 12 and they both kind of had the same, shared the same sentiment is, you know, yes, they're both Phoenixville breweries, but they don't see themselves in competition. It's, you know, they're all helping each other out and yeah, you know, it, it, one drives the other uh, people to the other. It's, it's a totally different business from.
1: That was what was cool about having both of those on or both of those breweries on is because they're both in the same area. Yeah. And we wanted to get that like, you know, straight from the brewery, like, is it competition? Or is it more of like a kind of gathering of like-minded businesses who just help each other yeah. out? And we got exactly what we expected it to be. Like beer is all about bringing people together and it brings the business owners together. That's why you right. know, when we were talking about putting like, things we wanted to talk about was you know collabs and stuff. Like people just collaborating. Um, you know, people bringing beers together. I mean, some of the best beers I've ever had were the brainchild of two breweries coming together. Oh yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah we got a, we have a brewer coming on next week. That's going to talk about collabing with
1: everybody, every, all <laughs> of the PA
2: breweries,
1: everybody,
2: all, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all of the beers. Um, Who's that? Who's that? Ryan? <laughs> no, no. Uh, it's going to be uh yeah, we've talked about new trail. Mike from New Trails coming on. Oh,
4: nice, Mike! Yes, yes.
2: So, uh, yeah, he's yeah, we're doing. Really the, excited about that. And they're doing their expedition pack where he's just.
1: They're brewing just, a beer. We'll a, distribute it. They took a <laughs> map of Pennsylvania and they just threw darts, and they're just like, "Hey, we'll do uh imprint Grist House and uh hold on, let me throw another one, human robot." It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. Uh, what do you want to? What do you want to talk about? Actually, here, we talked about the Hoppy Lager, and I wanted yeah. to bring this up. Okay, um, I, like this. I like the it, lead leadway. Yeah, this. it's along the same lines. Um, we've been told by multiple sources, including one that's in the chat right now, um, that you guys quite possibly have the best Oktoberfest in the area, and I am sad that I missed
4: it. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, it's it's pretty good. Yeah, thank you, whoever said that. But it's it's um, it is awesome. Uh, it's, I can see that because I don't make the it, beer though. So it's all <laughs> <laughs> we've kept it. Just that just it's our October offering because that's, that's what it is, you know, for that holiday or that time period, mid September to October. Um, but yeah, it's, I
1: missed it by a month when I was there. I was so upset. Yeah. <laughs> it's,
4: um, we're going to brew more next year and we're probably going to can it for sure. So it'll, it'll get out more into the world. um, that's what I'm it, excited it's, for. It's it's just a good uh Oktoberfest. Martson, if you will.
1: Yeah. So you guys did a Mars in style with your Oktoberfest then. hmm
4: mm-hmm.
1: That's what yeah, we were we actually I think we had them on around the time of like Mars in season. Oh yeah. And it, was, we, it was and
2: we brewer, talked it them. was breweries and PA. Yeah. We had the breweries and PA guys on and it know,
1: was yeah. Chad. I could see the drool like coming out of his mouth as he was <laughs> talking about it.
2: <laughs> He's like, oh, Mars <laughs> and Schwarzbier, black IPA. It's just
1: all the best. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, trying to get, he was like, you guys should all come out. We're like, oh, man, forget are we (laughs) going to go? It was when you guys had your Oktoberfest, I guess he was there for the uh, celebration everything. And he would not stop talking about it. And to be honest, it's one of my, like, I've set a Siri reminder on my phone. I'm (laughs) like, Hey Siri, remind me in like September that I have to get the brothers Kirshner Mars. And I had a bit of a revelation over this fall. I usually, as a beer drinker, I'm an IPA guy year round. Uh, when it gets into like the colder months, I usually go like stouts, bourbon barrel aged. Like I like my whiskey. So I like my beer to kind of have that in there too. So um, I usually skip over the fall beers, but this year, because I mean, we're a craft beer podcast, I guess I'm going to have to try everything. You got to Don't <laughs> skip
4: over the fall malt forward beers.
1: This you
2: was, the, 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 you know, we in talked, there. we talked earlier in the podcast about how Dan was so proud that I, I'm, I'm all into the, the bitter IPAs now. And now I'm, I'm so proud that Dan got into the maltiness. Yeah. I, <laughs> he joined the malty side.
4: Yep. See the, you Listen, hops hops give a lot. Yeah, hops give a lot of flavor to beer and, and it's obviously the, the the one of the four ingredients that makes the beer, but the, it's the malt. Yeah, all, I've, flavors, uh, all the flavors and all the combinations you can do, it's all about the malt.
2: And there's the and that's the reason everyone always says it has a great malt backbone because it's oh, the yeah. backbone of the beer.
1: Yeah, it's always it I think it's always the bookend for a beer. Like you have everything that kind of the fir, from the initial sip throughout the entire journey of that sip, like it's that's the bookend is the malt. Like right. that just gives <laughs> it that. And with fall beers, I mean, I just went through every German style this fall. Like I it just it was just
2: yeah, it was just Dunkel and Mars and Oktoberfest. Just. I know. I was just
1: I was all of them just shopping cart. <laughs> so so <laughs> yeah. with,
2: with your Oktoberfest you went more Mars and style. So what what do you think made your Oktoberfest so good that you know we have people telling us that Brothers Kirshner's Oktoberfest is the best.
4: Um so true to style, I, I think is is what I strive for in that beer. Just you know, from the, the selection of malts, the selection of water profile, the selection of hops, um, the treatment of the actual beer. Um, I think and believe it or not, skip back water, it's it's Lends itself very well to malt forward beers. So I think, you know, I created the recipe, created the ingredients, or got the ingredients and, and, and pieced together the beer. Um, and I think it was just—I don't know—I think it was just a, a perfect storm of, you know, creating the best recipe I possibly could, and you know, you know, putting my best foot forward with the beer itself. And it's, I don't know, it's just, it's good. Yeah, it is.
1: It makes me excited because you guys do like traditional styles very well. Like we were just saying, we just did an American IPA where a lot of episodes, you know, we we do these different styles of IPA where we we can't really follow the BJCP with it. And to be honest, like with this Belgian pale ale and with that American IPA, we've been able to like drink the beer and hit the notes that we look at. From, straight from the BJCP, you guys are nailing traditional styles. So it's...
2: Yeah, I mean, we we didn't really talk about it, but the BJCP Style Guideline <clears throat> says it's a uh, Style Guideline 21B uh, specialty IPA. It's Belgian style. Uh, it's uh, an IPA with the fruit fruitiness and spiciness derived from the use of Belgian yeast. Nailed it. Examples from Belgium tend to be lighter in color and more... <laughs> attenuated attenuated there's the one i never get it right never get that word right
1: <laughs> it's, it's right here similar to a triple that has been brewed with more hops that's what i was saying like it's similar but it's like a session style to it
2: yep As sure. beer, this yeah. beer has a more complex flavor profile and maybe higher in alcohol than typical ipa which is no lower
1: yeah it's more but, of a session
2: but that's great i i feel like that you know that revolution is coming the lower abv revolution is coming and God damn it. I am on board for it. I give mean, me a low I mean, AB. Give me something that where I can drink all four beers at the, in one sitting.
4: <laughs> yes. Drinking beer is an enjoyable thing and you want to have a session with it, which, you yeah. know, that's, you want to have more than one.
2: Yeah. I, I don't really ever get the people that are like, I need a, Oh, it's, it's, it's sub 9%. I'm going to knock another 2.5 off my unrate, mm-hmm. untapped rating. It's like, Man, come on! Just
1: I don't do any of that untapped crap, but I do enjoy myself a nice little ten percent, John, on a Friday sure. night after a work week yeah. after the yeah. stress. There's there's <laughs> nothing wrong with enjoying. Yeah. A, what about a
4: Monday uh, night? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about right now?
2: <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, there's nothing wrong with enjoying a high ABV beer, but man, for the most part, it, you're you're drinking a couple, you know, having a couple pops on a. On a Saturday, yeah,
1: I say it's eighty twenty for me. Like eighty sure. percent, like sub six percent, right? Twenty percent. I need to. I really need a triple right now.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, you know, taplist the trend there, and baskets speak yeah. more to it. But same thing. That's our sweet spot right there. Is all the beers he makes is usually between five and seven. That's what we like to drink. It makes sense. We can session it, and it's you can have way more than one if you want to, without you know. Killing over.
1: I think it goes well for business too. Like you get more of them out. People are getting more four packs of five and six percents because they're waking up that next morning, like, man, I enjoyed that whole four pack. I have I have to go to the grocery store today. I might go get some more. I might stop my brother's Kershaw sure. on the way home.
0: On the other side of it is I have the nine percent for them and you have to dad the next day and then
1: it's <laughs> Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, Sesame Street hits harder after four nine yep. percent beers the next morning.
2: Yep, you got you got two <laughs> two toddler dads over yeah. here, so we we know how hard uh, a, a high ABV night <laughs> hits. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I I mean, I really hope we've talked about them a bunch this episode, but uh, Brewers and PA did that that survey of brewers the how. The, trends of the next year are going to be yeah and it seemed
1: like the low abv thing is
2: yeah and i I mean i think that it's a lot of brewers being hopeful um and i'm kind of hopeful along with them that this is the the trend but they all said low abv and loggers are the trend that's coming up so man do i hope that they're right Because
4: I'll tell you you how helpful we are. We have our our porch ale. We rebranded it as a locale, easy drinking pale ale. Uh, We have straw bird coming out. It's our easy drinking 3.7% German lager. Um, And we're going to also rebrand our stony point as a more or less a session IPA style.
1: Are you guys setting up a stand right on the bike trail for this? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
2: Dan's Dan's (laughs) trying to figure out a way to set up like a vacuum system to where you can just shoot beers over to him.
1: I've been trying to figure out a way I can put like two 16 ounce beers on my bike helmet. So (laughs) Um,
4: So It's coming. I'm telling you the the low ABV trend is coming and we got three beers lined up for the spring that are going to, yeah, I feel like mark.
2: I feel like that straw beer is kind of along the lines of like what uh something from uh you know, I'll talk about them again. Our buddies over at Warwick Farm are doing with like their lawnmower beers. It's tractor like, beer. Yeah, tractor beers, yeah. lawnmower beers, you know, it's just that's yeah. what it is. Lawnmower beers, man. That's what I will drink all day in the summer. Just give me give me four low ABV lagers and they're all gonna be gone by the end of the but day. for
1: now I'm gonna drink a 10% triple yeah. while yeah. the snow melts in my backyard yeah, and I don't have to push anything there <laughs>
2: no, just sit, just sitting yeah, in, in on the snow just sitting in the bay window looking at it going God God damn it got, a, nope. got a,
1: I don't a, have to do anything right now
2: I gotta start up the, got that got dang snowblower. <laughs> God
1: dang God
2: dang carburetor all right um a couple questions left uh, and then we'll get out of here. What's it like? Uh, so you know, Dan is uh, Dan's got two sisters. Okay. I've got I, I I have a younger brother. What is uh wh- What's it like being in business as brothers?
4: It's awesome. Yeah, it, it's 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 one of those things where there's always hesitation because do you want to go in that whole adage of, of going into business with family? You know, but it's, we've always had a close relationship. All my siblings and all our family and, and our extended family. It was, it was a no brainer. It's it's easy. Yeah. It we're just fortunate. Fortunate. I know I knew everything about this kid. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, we're fortunate. I mean, we're a super close knit family and it was you know, a testament to our parents and, you know, the, the environment they created for us. So we're very lucky in that regard. But to Basil's point, out of the five of us were the more like-minded right side brained of the family. The other two gentlemen, you know, very intelligent engineer style, left side brains, if you will. And it just worked beautifully one. And, and two, we talk about everything and most nine times out of 10, I would say 9.9 times out of 10, we're thinking the same exact thing without even saying it, which is awesome. So it's, yeah. it's great. Honestly, couldn't be any better.
2: Yeah. It really works out. I mean, I, I I, I just had to ask that because, you know, I've I've worked with my brother on multiple occasions and man, have there been times when I just wanted to put his head through some drywall.
3: <laughs> and,
2: and, uh, so I had to ask, you know, we're we're.
1: Yeah, I'm 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 far (laughs) on the other side of like (laughs) my sister, so I couldn't do it. (laughs) But I I mean, I'm really happy to see like the dynamic between you two. It's it's great to see it's great to see Basil like coaching you along on your beard and everything. So I mean.
4: (laughs) I see gray right yeah. around here. <laughs> little, little little
1: patch right there. <laughs> yeah.
2: He's he's telling you not to not to use uh, what what's the brand? Touch of gray. Yeah, no, a little
1: just for men just like for men, Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Don't
0: you don't need to do that. Just think really hard and stress.
2: <laughs> I like that. Think really hard and stress. <laughs> Describes <laughs> most of our days. What All nice. right. Um, so what would you guys describe, uh, what would you say is your, so we have it written out as your favorite style of beer
1: and well, we I always I, kind of elaborate.
2: Yeah. On I think bit. we've like, kind of tweaked this question a bit as far as like, it, maybe your desert Island beer. So you're on a desert Island. You can only have one beer, one style of beer airdrop to you. What, what's that beer going to be?
4: Kevin, You go first. I'm thinking i <laughs> <laughs> So you're on
0: a desert island. Now, now I can get into details. We can get real granular with this. alright really not don't, don't,
2: don't take weather or any desert islands. Well, I'm thinking, yeah, don't take weather or anything yeah. into account. It, it's just, right.
1: I felt like Basil will be quicker with this. Cause he looks like he just walked off of a desert island.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I was just back. there guys. <laughs>
1: he's like one volleyball away from being on this podcast with Wilson.
4: <laughs> family's relieved.
0: We, we searched for a long time, but there he's here. There he is. Uh, so. I'm,
4: I'm back guys.
0: Honestly, you hit on the beer. We've hit on it a couple of times throughout the episode, but Kolsch, I, I think it's the the perfect blend of both worlds. You know, your, your super ale type flavorings with that crisp lager type finish at the end. But it's it's complex, but it's also a clean drinker. It's winter friendly. It's summer friendly. Hot Whatever. I think that would be the
4: one for me. Kolsch. There you go. I like it. Uh, I'll say I have two answers, Pilsner and IPA.
1: Ah, thank you. Wow. Yeah. Thank you, Castaway.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yes. If I could have two answers. Do you care do you care to elaborate? Yeah. Um, go on. So, Pilsner, just because it's just a clean, easy drinking beer. Um, it's one of my favorite styles, obviously. Um but it's it's the brewer's yeah, I, beer. Yeah, it is. It, it totally is. It's it's a it's a common uh it's common thread between many breweries, uh, brewers, um, and then the IPA because it's still a hugely popular beer, and, and, and who doesn't like to drink a nice hoppy IPA? Yeah. No matter truth, what kind of truth,
2: style yeah. <laughs> I mean, you you've appealed to both hosts here. So. Yeah, I know. I was no. like
1: you warned both of our hearts. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> your turn. <laughs> I said that.
1: <laughs> He's like, damn, he did background.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, our turn it's I would go like I don't know, maybe uh
1: like a light lager, pilsner. I mean, it's Yeah. I mean, I I do like my, you know, I like my multi beers now with my IPAs. I mean, a West Coast IPA is going to hit both of those for me. I'm going to sure. get my hops, I'm going to get my malt. I mean, I could I could move to California and not be upset about any yeah. of the beers I can get.
2: I was always like a, I was always a roasty guy. I, I always liked my, my porters and my stouts. And I just, I had that, that one, that one beer. Yeah. That one, the, oh, was the, it the Virg the, Nugan? Yeah. The, from
1: Free Will? And the light lager
2: from Free Will, the pale lager. Sorry. Yeah. The pale lager from Free Will. And it just changed my life. And now I'm just, all, I'm chasing that dragon now. It's, you know. It's, I just keep dropping
1: Pilsner's in his fridge. I just, I know I, know. I just
2: always want something as crispy and as delicious as that. And it's yeah, I just all, it's all it is. I'm just chasing the dragon. and can never catch it. That's great. That's great. Um, so, so, all right. So favorite styles out of the way. Uh, explain to us what, describe to us what what it's like being a brewery in Pennsylvania. What, is, what does it mean to you to be a brewery in Pennsylvania?
4: Okay, um, Beth. First of all, it's Pennsylvania is just a, a kick-ass state for breweries. Obviously, it's just, you know, there's other states that have just as many, if not more, breweries, but Pennsylvania kind of has this communal vibe that I, I'm not even – it might be across the board, but it's so a camaraderie with breweries. Yeah, it's, um, you know, the model is now every town has a brewery. I mean, think about it. Malvern has a brewery. King of Pressure has a brewery. Skipbeck has a brewery. Uh, you know, every town has a brewery in it that, be- that became the model. And the choices that we have and the different styles and it even goes down to breweries that just, you know, barrel age their beers you know, they have their, you know, they commission their beers elsewhere and just barrel, you know, barrel age it. And that's what the beers that they release. So the, the variety and everything about it, it's just, it's wonderful. It's great. It's the best state for breweries and beer, I think. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I mean, it's to answer the question
0: plainly, it is an awesome state. And from the brewery perspective, it's it's so concentrated and that's going back onto a competitive note of it, there's no competition amongst breweries, but the competition lives in the liquid, right? There's so much damn good beer being made in this state. And it's better for everybody because it's it just heightens the game and heightens the game. And yeah. Basil says it so beautifully, saying, I want all these breweries to do well. And everybody just keep making kick ass beer and it and it and it's happening. I mean it's happening every day. It's awesome. So it's it's, special.
2: It's almost like there's like an unspoken competition. It's like like you guys want, you know, Rebel Hill to make the best beer that you've tasted so you can go out and make the best beer that you've, ta- you know, it, it just and it's yeah. just you want you, you guys want,
1: are up in each other's ante every right. time.
2: Yeah, you want you yeah. want that to We want
4: everyone to do great.
1: Yeah.
2: And it's all for the
0: love of the beer too. And it all goes back to that because yeah. we want the beer to do well and Pennsylvania represents it. It perfectly I think we I think really it do. all
1: goes back to the core for you yeah it goes back to the beer for you guys like it's it's not a, it's I mean obviously it's still about the business but at the end of the day it's it's about the beer with you guys like with every brewery you know you love this beer you have a beer from Rebel Hill that's amazing what can I do that is as good as that and then they're thinking the same thing they have your beer what can I do maybe add more marshmallow Rebel Hill I don't know <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yep. Yeah. That's good shit. No, that that I, that might be that might be the best response we've gotten to to that question. Oh, totally. You know, it, it's just everybody you want everybody to ante up on 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 their beer. And just it, it's just it's just great to always hear that everybody's working together. You got the
1: right brain. It was like the Wonder twins like hit their rings together and yeah. answered that question. Form of
2: <laughs> the perfect question. Yeah. <laughs> the perfect answer. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, as Dan smashes his phone, um, sound like a we're,
1: gong. <laughs> hey, that's time.
2: time? <laughs> We've hit our time limit. All right, we gotta get out. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, we will get out of here. Um,
1: yeah. uh, but first, um, I guess you know, as we're wrapping everything up, do you guys have anything coming up, any events going on that you guys want to promote?
0: Uh, just looking forward to the warmer weather, like everybody. The uh, the one thing that we definitely know is for sure happening. Uh, our neck of the woods, where we grew up, actually in West Bradford. There's this little awesome right by the river place called Brandywine Outfitters. So we're going to be hanging out there this this summer every Sunday for a little beer garden. Uh, popped up there and and doing the thing. We're good good
2: buddies of ours, and it's it's a cool spot.
1: So oh, you guys are down there. Oh, that's crazy. Like southern, that's like southern Chester County, right?
2: Yep. Yeah. You guys are down the, like the, like the Delaware border. It's close. Baz is close to the Delaware border. Yeah. Very close.
4: Well, that's where I live. So we're it's on it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Bradford's it, it, like, um, it's like Bam's house where he yeah. used to skate and everything. It like, was like right down that area.
0: Yep. Yeah. Outside of that, some beer things. As Bass said, he nailed it. We got a couple of good beers coming out, light beers coming out, a lot of spring releases. And we're excited. We're excited to bring the, the brew house back live and active all over the grounds again. We'll probably run the same model similarly to what we did. Space it out and just keep rolling.
2: I need to like – I'm going to set like an alert to to text uh, Kevin once a week and just be like, "Yo, when's Johan available?
4: <laughs> give me johan i need it it's, it's in the tanks right now so give it uh, about two and a half to three weeks all right i like it
2: plus. three weeks five, five, I'm in. Plus two Strawbird weeks will
4: her itch. what's that <laughs> Strawbird will scratch your itch
2: I, I i'm you best believe i'm coming for for that straw bird <laughs> um all right perfect um
1: yeah great episode yes guys thank you so yeah, much thanks for coming on thank podcast. you guys It's been a lot thanks for fun. having me. yeah Jeez. this was
2: yeah this was a lot of fun um guys we mentioned before subscribe rate review i mean do we have to we have to go through this again subscribe wednesday mornings it's when the podcast comes out
1: all major podcast platforms spotify we got you apple podcast we got you
2: stitcher i don't know what the fuck that is but we're oh, yeah, on apparently it
1: apparently people go on there yeah <laughs>
2: yeah deezer who don't know sure we're on there though we're on there yeah uh <laughs> right. dan what do we what do we like out of the ratings
1: five-star party guys five-star party boys and
2: then the reviews we told you before Every month we're going to, I think this is going to be a,
1: a new thing. Yeah. We're running a competition. Somebody has already won beer. I don't know if Tom shipped it out yet. Is this this box right here? No, right. it might be the box. Be okay. The box. Is that the okay. box right there?
2: Okay. All right. Um, give us a good review. I mean, a, an interesting review. We shouldn't say a good review because yeah, really, it really, it could
1: be good. It can be bad. It could be indifferent.
2: What I want to, I want to see is the, the one that makes us like really like sit there and, and read it as this place
1: best best friends podcast in the world i am disgusted by every episode you release weekly yeah
2: make us make us read make us read a a review and then feel like we just found out that finkel is einhorn
1: yeah make me want to make me want to quit again
2: (laughs) (laughs) um so, yeah, so give us a review. Um, the one we feel is most interesting, we'll send you out some beer. Um, and it's just as simple as that. If you enjoy the podcast, um, if you're liking what we're doing, if you're liking who we're talking to, tell your friends about it. Yeah. Um. Go there's, fo- there's 55 episodes on there. You can backlog it. It's You don't yeah. have to go in order. We're not episodic.
1: Just <laughs> There's no paywall. Just go out there and listen to it. Yeah, pick, um, a, pick a brewer you like listen to the podcast yeah uh follow us on all social media uh tom that's instagram and facebook at best best friends pod again tom that's best best friends p-o-d
2: here it comes
1: yeah like oh just like the band
2: yeah like the band band. oh so i should do this
1: awesome um hey we have an email address too if you guys want to email us um if you have a brewery we should feature if you are a brewery and you want to come on send us an email bestbestfriendspod best at gmail.com best best friends p o d hell yeah
2: hell yeah <laughs> all right and uh if, if you're not watching us live right i'm now, just glad basil's getting a good giggle
4: at this <laughs> hey man new metal's cool it's cool we all grew up you on new metal. faith no more oh hell, oh, hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh man, Faith No More, Helmet. Oh, we're getting to like the yeah. 90s. Well, all right. <laughs>
2: uh, we we can't, everything now. We can't do another four hours of podcast. I
1: know. I get, yeah, if you want to go into my side podcast where Dan talks about new metal and 90s <laughs> metal,
2: <laughs> we're going to do a we're going to do a uh we're going to do a uh a, a craft beer and new metal podcast called Brew One Metal. It's called Brew
1: Metal. It's uh, Brew Tool? Metal. It's called Brew Metal. I guess Tool is would pop. Considered new is that new metal? They're they <laughs> prog. Rock. Yeah, it's like that prog. But hey, yeah. I would put them in yeah. I would same, put them on era. an episode of Brew Metal. Yeah. yeah. Follow my next podcast Brew Metal everybody. Yeah. But
3: yeah.
2: in the meantime, you can uh if you're not watching us live, you can watch us live Every week, either on Sunday or Monday. It really depends. You know, we we, we it's
1: a yeah, it's yeah, a t- toss-up.
2: Yeah, yeah. We we, we, we g- try to advertise as much as possible. Yeah. Um, you can uh check us out on twitch.tv slash best best friends podcast. That's twitch, twitch.tv slash best best friends P-O-D. We are, we are,
4: we are, we are, we oh, you, are, you switch are, it up, got
1: Cast. <laughs> we really have to change that url yeah we really
2: do um <laughs> all right so uh guys follow brothers kirchner instagram at brothers kirshner untapped at brothers underscore Kirschner, and if you want to order some beer uh which i highly recommend uh www.brotherskirchner.com for all your brothers kirchner need yeah so that's coming yeah uh guys uh if you're in the Skipback area go check them
1: out if you're not in the Skipback area get the skip back it's a resort destination yeah
2: it really is you can there's a hotel there you can hotel there's there. a
1: hotel there yeah I always saw a ton of
2: airbnbs i mean you're close enough to to what what's the mountain there there spring mountain spring mountain yeah close enough to spring mountain go do some skiing Get done skiing. Go enjoy some
1: Brothers Kirshner beer. Go get some Apris Ski, as they call it. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. All right, Daniel. All
2: right, Daniel. I see where you're going. All right. Um Other than that, I think we're done.
1: I think we have one thing we need to discuss first. Yes. Yeah. What, what, do you do, what do you think? I don't know, man. I think... Basil's in like a torture dungeon down there. I don't know. I don't really know how to feel about him right there. Oh, but his beard is pretty sick. I know, but he's like one Taliban flag away from being a terrorist video. Yeah, I've been bad. I, I, I feel like the other brother's going to try and sell me something on an infomercial. I know he's been trying to sell me car insurance this whole yeah. episode. Okay. Work. New friends of the
2: podcast. Yeah, new friends of the podcast. All right, guys, yes. you can, uh, <laughs> you can expect your welcome package in seven to 10 business months. Oh nice, yeah. nice. exactly my time it's great <laughs> all right um yeah brothers kershner awesome.
1: yeah thanks a lot basil
2: guys. kevin thank you guys for coming thank on you guys we really appreciate Gentlemen. you um Cheers. keep doing keep doing the lord's work um other than that dan you know we say it every episode every episode You know how I feel about you. It makes my heart go three sizes. Always have. (laughs) (laughs) And guys, just remember, it's not goodbye forever. It's just one more POD drop. Yeah, You guys thought the POD drops were done. They just keep coming. We just keep keep coming. All right, boys. Until we get them on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. Remember, uh, always remember, keep it in your heart. Keep it in the back of your mind. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. That's a responsibility of the Clinton family. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. Episode Cheers. best friends podcast episode fifty five. We out. See you. Best,
5: best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Best best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. This podcast is hosted by two uh 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 bros, by two bros. So crack a beer and laugh at some uh 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 videos, videos. Superhuman jump through barbed wire bricks. Fuck this shit Clang out with little lunchbox Become a Clug-a-Lat A a clug Sometimes I'm a stouty boy Sometimes lazy And this podcast is both so it's so hard for me. Best Best Friends Palm hosted by Dan and Tom. Cindy Crawford's a fan, how could you go wrong? So many pods out there were it the ones for me. have seen it still alive. and
3: listen to Best Best Friends